0: i'm maria and i'm stephanie and together we're bringing healthy back
1: all right welcome everybody to the bringing healthy back podcast guys i am so excited to have you all here today with coach stephanie and i we are going to be talking about fad diets are they safe for you which are favorites if we have any that are favorite And which one should you probably stay away from? And what should you be paying attention to? So we got some great stuff coming up on the podcast before we get started. We got our first review, Stephanie. Tell me all about it. What does it say? Okay. I mean, this person like loves us. I can't believe it. I kind of feel like, I don't know. We're like official. (laughs) All right. So it was a five-star review. And she said, what a plethora of sound and practical advice Maria and Stephanie have shared with me. It is literally simple, no nonsense advice that has gradually changed my awareness that I have been suffering from fatigue. Maria and Stephanie, the suggestions that you urge me to try did not throw me into a drudgery routines, but rather became habits. Oh, I like that. That fit into my daily routine since I have been using juice plus and combining it with vitamin a and c along with turmeric i am feeling like my old energetic self again i am so happy that i could accomplish this without prescribed medicines thank you also for being there if i had any questions that was also a real comfort nutritional medicine is the way of life that has earned my respect for many years now and that comes from healthy barbie so thank you wow i could cry that
0: is amazing
1: isn't that so cool? Oh my gosh. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it never gets old hearing that like anything we do helps somebody. I just, what a blessing.
0: Yes. It touches my heart on every level. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So thank you for that healthy Barbie. And those of you that are out there, if you are listening and you like it, please leave us a review because it really does help like us get up on the board and have more people listen to us and if we're making sense to you and you enjoy listening to us, it will definitely help spread the message to other people. So thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: All right. So today we are talking about fad diet stuff. I don't know about you, but I've done a plethora of them in my lifetime. How about you? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean what was it like the South Beach diet? And the? we were talking about the cabbage soup diet. Grapefruit diet.
0: Um, well, you well, know, before keto was out, there was the Atkins diet. Um, that was huge, but it, you know, as big as the keto diet is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it was dubbed their name, the South beach diet before that It was when I was a teenager, that one was real popular. Um, and then the, the liquid diets, I know like that was one of the reasons why we changed the name of the detox is because so many people thought that the detox was just a liquid diet and I think it turned a lot of people away. And so, cause that's popular too. Some people do it, but what, I mean, what's the problem with all these?
0: Yeah. So let's, let's start with some of the basics and learn about what a fad diet is and exactly yeah. what the word diet in itself means. So a fad diet is something that um, it's a plan that's sold Um, as something that is the best and the fastest approach to losing weight. So they're going to, you know, throw their marketing at you. Like, this is the only thing that's going to work for you. And they're going to have testimonials of people I've done every diet. And this is the only thing that's worked for me. Um, usually it's too good to be true. Um, and you, you know, a lot of the times it's eliminating something, something that a lot of the times we need, it's eliminating an entire food, an entire food group, um, which means that it's eliminating nutrients for you. Um, so, you know, there are certain things to look out for with fad diets. They're usually not sustainable. Um, it sounds great. Anyone can lose 10 pounds in a week if they're only drinking water and grapefruit juice or, eating cabbage soup three times a day. Um, but you're not going to be able to stay that way. It's not sustainable. Um, the definition of diet is to provide food for, to feed or to nourish, or it can be an eating plan, which I feel like I wish we could come up with our own word for fad diets. And I know that, you know, that in itself is a term, fad diets, but, but, your diet is just simply what you consume as food and beverage. You don't have to be on a diet to be losing weight. Your diet is just what you eat. So that'd be nice if they had a whole nother term for someone that was on a diet because now it's got negative connotation to it. Like when I say my diet consists of, or I'm on a paleo diet, um, people automatically think negative things about it because fad diets have a bad rep, and there's a reason for that. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things, too, that usually accompany fad diets is really quick weight loss, which we're in a society that delayed gratification is no longer really here anymore. Everybody wants a quick fix, they want a pill, they want to lose 10, 15 pounds before that vacation. Um, you know, it's it's all about hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. That's not health. Um, you know, if you are losing weight that fast, I'm going to warn you. More than likely, you're going to gain an all back and plus some, which is the negative effect of fad diets. Is that happens a lot? I know I was on a roller coaster of weight loss in my younger years because I would do. I did the cabbage soup diet. I did the South Beach diet. Um, I did the starvation diet where I just didn't eat and yeah, I lost weight, but then it all came back and I gained more and then I was more frustrated with myself. Um, I think really educating people on long, sustainable weight loss is what lasts. That's where you want to be. And really it's more of a mindset than it even has to do with food. It's getting to the place of where your goals are a year out not 30 days, not two weeks out and changing the mindset of weight loss and health. And I think um, once we can get into people's heads and help with that, we're going to see a dramatic turnaround where people are going to shy away from fad diets more and more and more. So that's my opinion. Absolutely.
0: There was something that was mentioned in a Cleveland Clinic Foundation article um, that said fad diets really propose a temporary solution to, um, what for many people is a lifelong problem. So if you've got some, some type of medical problem or bad habits, lifelong bad habits, um, the temporary solution, isn't going to help you. Well, it will temporarily, but not in the long run. If you're, if you're looking at your overall health projected in a year or five years from now, um, and they don't focus on lifestyle modification, which is necessary to help keep the weight off. Um, and like Maria said, if you are trying to make some changes and um, you know want it for the longevity, start very small. Maybe it's one thing. Maybe it's just cutting out pop, just switching from pop to water or some other type of Healthy or beverage water is always the best but um start with that one thing don't go from eating everything you want all the time fast food pop all the you know snacks and junk food to dramatically trying to change your diet overnight you can if it'll work for you
1: (laughs) but um usually doesn't i don't know too many people it does And I mean, even like going to that, start with one meal, work on breakfast for two weeks, just make your breakfast, you know, get it healthy for two weeks. These big dramatic changes just always end up in a terrible outcome. I I don't really know too many people who do it. And I found it interesting. I had um, posed the question of what stumbles you to the people who are doing the challenge right now. And, you know, a lot of it was late night snacking Mm -hmm. of failing to prep, uh, which I think is probably the biggest thing. And so, you know, if you set time aside for meal prepping and you eat the foods you love, but you just find the healthier version of this, the other thing with diet dieting that I don't like you eliminate all the foods that you love. And guess what? You end up craving them. That's not the way that we're supposed to do life add in the foods that you love, find the healthier version for them and don't take them away. Cause I don't know about you, but as soon as tell, somebody tells me, I can't have something, I want it more, Yes, you know? Absolutely. And so I just don't believe in giving anything up. I mean, there there's a healthy swap for pretty much everything. And for the things that are not healthy, that you enjoy, find the moderation in your diet to have them. Because as soon as you feel like you're taking it out, Girl, you're going to want that more and more. It's going to be on your mind. I got a girlfriend who she's doing gluten-free right now. And she's like, I just want gluten. I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> what do you mean you want gluten? Who wants gluten? But it's because she can't have it. It has nothing to do with the taste of gluten. She yep. can't have it. Yeah, who's so, like, I'm craving gluten? I mean, she is. There's like, no me taste. every day. there's no taste to
0: gluten. I mean, unless yeah, you're basically talking about bread or pasta or
1: something. Right. But I mean, there's swaps for that, right? You can have gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So, but she texts me every day. I just miss gluten. No, you don't. You just <laughs> you want it because you can't have it. That's what it is.
0: So anyway,
1: I, <laughs> but let's, I know you, you've done some research on some things. So why don't you start us off with some of the things that you want to talk about? Yeah. So one of the things, um,
0: so we're telling you a bunch of things not to do. We're telling you not to, you know, try these fad diets cause they aren't sustainable. So now we want to kind of try to implement what you should be doing. Um, so there's, I talk about this sometimes just when I'm out and about talking with people and I'm finding that there's not a lot of people that know about this next little topic that I want to talk about. Um, and it's, very, very interesting, at least to me and can definitely give us some insight on how we should be handling our diets and lifestyle. Um, and it's called the blue zones. And these are regions of the world where a higher than usual number of people live much longer and healthier than the average person in the world. Um, so the five areas are Okinawa, Sardinia, Nicoya, I don't know if I'm saying these right. Um, okay. Icaria and then um, Loma Linda, California, which they have this group of seven day Advents group um, that follow a certain way of eating. But one of the things that they found with all of these groups of people is that they are eating mostly whole foods, tons of vegetables, like 90% of their diet is vegetables, fruits, um, whole grains, things like that. Um, and then they usually celebrate or have occasions with meat, or they'll have it a few times a week. So it's not um, 100% anything. And there's also lifestyle factors included in that, which you know we're kind of focusing on diet today. Um, but you know they're they're not as stressed out they've make time for meditation for whatever their faith may be for their sleep, things like that. The other pillars of health that we've talked in other podcasts. Um, but the biggest thing is vegetables and whole foods. Um, so that's all I can really say is eat vegetables, eat whole foods, fill up your plate with things that you can go grab outside. If it were growing in your yard, you could go and grab it and put it on your plate. Um, And stay away from these things that are like, only eat this for this certain period of time, um, because that's not going to be sustainable for you. And if you fill up on those fruits and vegetables, lots of fiber, which is what keeps you full, um, you are going to start losing the cravings for, for the bad food, the junk food, the processed food and you're going to start craving that food more. And it gets easier, it takes time, it's a process. You have to, you know, if you're used to living on straight processed junk, switching to a whole foods diet is is some work. And it it takes a little bit of time, maybe a little bit of research, Um, but that's what we're here for too, we're here to help.
1: Yeah, absolutely, reach out. Um, Another thing too that is, makes it hard to ever give a blanket, this is what people should eat, is a lot of it has to do with your heritage. You know, um, the Asian culture, you know, your digestive system, your microbiome, it, it is designed to be able to process foods different than the Italian culture because of years and hundreds and years of eating certain foods, your microbiome through generation after generation gets used to certain foods and it actually does better on those foods. So like, for instance, I was talking with a friend who is doing the carnivore diet Uh, Right now, which is, you know, only meats, basically, and barely any vegetables. Um, And they're telling me that they feel great on it. And I said, Okay, you feel great on it right now. But you are missing out on so many micronutrients from the fruits and vegetables that our body absolutely needs. Tell me how you feel six months from a year to a year from now when you are completely depleted of those micronutrients. They're necessary. There are things that you get in plants and vegetables or vegetables and um, fruit that you can't get through meats that are impossible. And so while somebody might feel great temporarily on a fad diet, I know keto is another one. You know, some people feel great on it. I hate keto. It just doesn't do well for me. We just have to understand, again, like many things in this world right now, that there is not one choice for everybody. And we have to be um, open to figuring out what's going to work for each person individually. But with that being said, whole real food is always the answer. It's always best. Now, figuring out what ratios of things or what type of whole real food for you, that's different. But across the board, whole real food is definitely the rep to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there are many things um, that can happen in your body if there is a food. I'm specifically talking about a fruit or a vegetable or a whole food. Um, there, There's so many different arguments. Fats great. Fats bad. Whole grains are great. Whole grains are bad. Uh, you know, Some people do great eating oats, organic oats, gluten-free oats. Some people can't tolerate that. Some people can eat beans. Some people can't. Um, There are things that are considered nutrient dense, highly nutrient dense that some people just cannot tolerate. And there's a lot of things that happen in our bodies that we don't pay attention to. If your nose is running every single time you're eating something, if you're having to clear your throat right after you eat, that could be a sign that you are reacting to something that it's causing inflammation. It's causing mucus. Um, you know, inflammation can do so many different things in the body and have so many different reactions. So yeah, it's definitely not across the board this is a majority statement that most people are going to do best and be healthiest. If they're, they're living on a whole food diet and eating lots of plants.
1: Yeah. I don't know anybody who I could say does better on processed food. Yeah. Right. Right.
0: I and it's a cultural like... thing too, you know, yeah. like,
1: These people
0: in these five places in these blue zones, they have a culture with their food. A lot of our cultures are built around food. Food's a huge part of people's culture along with the other practices, whether it's religious or, you know, how they spend their time in their sleep. And, you know, if they nap during the day or whatever their, their culture says, but like, what is our culture? We have what our diet is called the standard American diet, which stands for sad. So like, that makes me sad that our culture is the most sick. And we don't have a culture in the United States based around anything but processed food and drive-thrus and fast food. So it kind of breaks my heart because I'm like, oh, I want us to be a part of that where food is medicine and it is our culture and we gather to not eat a bunch of
1: junk, but to, to help the longevity of our life. Absolutely. And I, you know, I would say like for somebody who's listening to us and, and they're like, I want to do this, I want to change, you know, where do I start? How do I get, how do I get going? Um, for me, I would say the very thing is, is pick, the one thing that you want to work on don't take on the whole task of changing everything pick the one thing whether it's eliminating soda or eliminating dessert after dinner and stick to it just say to yourself i'm going to do this one thing for two weeks because i think it's like 15 days right to create a new habit somewhere around that so I think, I think it,
0: yeah, I think it's a little bit, they've seen that it's a little bit more than that, but yeah, yeah. So
1: Maybe, right. maybe like, you know, 15 to 25 days, say to yourself, nothing's going to stop me. I'm not drinking soda for 25 days. Okay, that's your first thing. Let's say you don't drink soda. Okay, for breakfast, I'm going to have a healthy breakfast. Now, what is healthy? Because so many people think that, you know, frozen uh, egg and cheese burrito is a healthy option. So what's healthy? Well, you gotta think whole real food, protein in the morning is super important. So you're gonna want to start off with eggs. Bacon, it's debatable. I mean, it's 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 a processed meat. So if you're really wanting to hone in on that great breakfast stick to whole real food for breakfast. Um, and whether that's, you know, meat or salmon in the morning or whatever, stick to whole real food and just commit to that. But I would say for me personally, the number one thing that helps is planning ahead. If you don't plan ahead, you're planning to fail, right? Is whatever that saying is. And so I just feel like Having a plan, writing down every day what you're going to, if you're going to switch with breakfast, let's say that's your example. You're going to start with breakfast, then write down on Sunday, what you're going to have Monday through Saturday for breakfast, put it on your calendar, put it in your notes on your phone, do whatever you have to do so that you already know when I wake up, this is what I'm making. There's no second guessing. You know that you have the ingredients in your house, but I would say planning ahead is probably the most important step you can do to be successful in making change. You what do you think, Con?
0: I absolutely agree with planning ahead. Um, With this 10 day detox that we do or 10 day healthy eating challenge, um, Mm -hmm. we provide a meal planning sheet for those 10 days so that you can go grocery shopping once or twice. And have your entire day planned out every single meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner for all the 10 days is planned out. And you make sure you have that food on hand so that you don't end up saying, Oh my gosh, I have nothing. I need to grab something quick. And usually grabbing something quick is not going to be something healthy. A lot of the times, um, Mm -hmm. unless it's a fruit or a veggie. So if you stock up on the fruits or veggies and, you know, End up in a pinch, you can grab some carrots or an apple or whatever. But yeah, planning is key. That is definitely my biggest thing too, with with staying on track and keeping healthy and keeping my um, snack options and stuff that I can grab healthy. I make sure that they're there. Um, cutting up veggies at the beginning of the week, putting them in mason jars. Um, I do that for my son's lunches too. I cut up peppers. I cut up cucumbers and I just dump them in his, in his lunch. So they're ready. And I'm not like, oh my gosh, I don't have any veggie to pack for my son. Same thing goes for myself. So preparation is key. um, And I agree with just making a baby step and, you know, it could be cutting out your late night snacking. That could be really hindering your sleep and weight loss or, you know, causing you to gain weight.
1: Yeah. And if they want to start with a you know, a healthy habit for lunch, Talk a little bit about our salad jars that we do. I mean, that's a great, easy way to get your lunch solidified for the week. What do we do about that?
0: One of the best things that's happened to my lunch prepping life are these salad jars. Um, So on Sunday, myself or myself and my son um, chop up a bunch of veggies. I uh, wash and chop up some lettuce. I bake some chicken and we layer the jars with veggies. You start with the wet foods on the bottom. So I'll do like my cucumbers and peppers. Um, then I'll put either like carrots or red onion. Um, we do, this week I did um, radishes, layer the veggies. Then you put the lettuce in um, and then you can put the chicken or whatever else on top. Sometimes I'll add you know, walnuts or sometimes I'll use salmon. Sometimes I'll put in um sunflower seeds or pine nuts. You can, you know, celery goes in in there in the bottom. You can, and the great thing is, is you can switch it up every week. You don't have to get bored. You can use a different dressing every day. Um, you can use different vegetables in each jar if you're if you have a tendency to get bored um, salad is like my favorite thing to eat. So I totally get, if people are like, I don't want to eat the same salad every single day for a whole week, just cater it to your own, make some with salmon, some with chicken, some with nothing, some with tofu or no protein. I mean, um, some with tofu, whatever, you know, whatever your craving or whatever your diet consists of.
1: Yeah. And I love those because you can make five jars in advance on Sunday. You know, you spend some time doing it, have a party with girlfriends, make it all together. And then you have your lunch Monday through Friday, all ready for you. You just dump it in a bowl, shake it up, dump it in a bowl and go. And so that, that could be a one step for some people is getting their lunch intact and then dinners. Yes. A little bit more complicated. Life is crazy at night, but if you just stick to simple, simple, you have a good protein, you have a ton of veggies. Like we love to make our plate 60% vegetables. of the protein and then have fruit for dessert. Like you start getting used to that life can change really, really quickly, but just really taking it slow. And I personally don't believe in fad diets. Uh, the 10 day detox is anything but a fad diet. It's a way of life. When, when, when I said 10 day detox again, too, um, when you do this challenge with us it's not about 10 days and you're done it's about 10 days and i just began that's the way you should be eating for the rest of your life and so um not a believer in fad diets. stay away from them as much as you can and come join us on our 10-day challenge <laughs> uh,
0: we do them every
1: so often it's also
0: great when you're trying to change some of your lifestyle habits or, um, you know, modify some of the things that you're doing. Everyone, almost everyone has a tendency to get a little bit off track. So, you know, I started my, my paleo journey and my whole foods journey about a year and a half ago. And, um, by the time the next detox comes from when I finish the last one, little bit of chocolates moved in some more little bit of, you know, chips or some of the popcorn. And these are all like paleo snacks that I'm eating, but a little bit more and more sneaks in. And by the time the detox comes I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so ready for this. I've gotten a little off track or summer hits you hard with all the parties and all the things. Um, So the detoxes are great because we run them, you know, often and it's a great way to kind of reset and get, get yourself. Jump started and the salad jar parties. I look forward to so much, they're so fun. It's just so great to be in community with like minded people. And then everyone has their jars prepped, so I love that. Everyone's so pretty, I know they're so colorful. There's so much color. So everyone brings a veggie, everyone signs up for a veggie. You cut up, you know, whatever it is two or three cups, depending on how many people you're having, and um, everyone just assembly lines at the salad bar station and everyone loads up their jars. It's super fun. And then the rest of the time you're just talking and laughing and enjoying each other's company.
1: Yeah, it is a great community that we have here. And, and we would love for people who are local to join us, reach out to Stephanie or I will tell you when the next one is. We usually have them at least once a month. I would love to have them every week. if It was feasible, but because then I guarantee to have my salad in a jars done, but Got to be realistic with time and everyone's so busy nowadays, but definitely reach out to us. If you guys need any individual help, if you are listening to this and you're like, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but because everyone's got that, but because it is a personal journey, it's personal nutrition is personal. Just reach out to one of us and we will be more than happy to sit down and have a consult with you. We offer free consultations. You don't have to pay to to talk to us uh, the first time and we can come out and figure out a plan uh, to help you, which what works for you because everybody is so different. So Um, do you have anything else to say, Steph, before we hop off of here? Um, just that if you are coming up with those butts,
0: um, like I want to try this, but, and there's an obstacle, our community here is getting bigger and bigger, and there will be someone that is relatable to you. Um, there's a good chance that me or Maria is relatable to you, you know, like I, but I, my kids and, but all the activities and, but I work night shift and, but you know, there's all of these things that we can find as obstacles. And as our community is growing, there's more and more people that can be like, Oh, I'm in that situation and this is what I do. So it's great to come together and just help each other with ideas and to support each other. Support is huge. Oh, amen.
1: I don't like big butts and I can like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> As we're talking about butts, I'm like, I like big butts. Butt, okay. but, butt, but, butt, butt, <laughs> butt, <laughs> Oh my goodness. So fun talking with you. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and also talk about what did you like about this episode and reach out if you need any more help. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Steph.
0: Have a great day. Thank you.